Well, hello and welcome to Tim Hayden's Big Ideas for Small Business Leadership Podcast. Uh, I am so honored today. This is our first episode, and I'm honored to have my great friend and my insurance agent, uh, Jesse Dantes from Southern Risk Insurance with us today. So, Jess, man, we're so excited to, be, to have you with us. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be with you. Yep. So let me tell you, let me tell our audience a little bit about you. So Jess is, um, has owned Southern Risk Insurance since 1997. So, um, where he does all different types of insurance. He's been married to his great wife. He actually, he's like me. He out kicked his coverage when he met Heather. Yes, I did. Great children. So, uh, again, what Jess does when in the insurance business is blue ocean. It's very different than what a lot of people do. So what we're going to do is talk about how important insurance is to a small business owner. And I know on a personal note, Jesse, I have had I have struggled because I get phone calls every month about people that try to talk to us that want to come in, and, and it's just a nuisance. It is a uh, it's a pain in the rear because I don't want to talk to any of these guys. But I think that uh, what I learned from you is that um, actually it, it's very important that we have all of our bases covered. And something I really learned from you is that I don't want to be self-insured for anything. So um, with that, so what's some important things for small businesses to consider in regards to insurance? Oh, man, what a great question. Um, I would say the most important, if I had to say one thing, was you have either, as a business owner, you've either accomplished what you wanted to accomplish or you didn't. And what I mean by that is insurance is nothing more than a carefully worded legal contract written by attorneys for attorneys. Very, very hard to understand and too many pages. And Knowing that and seeing how that can be good and seeing how that can be bad, what I like to tell business owners every time that I I meet with or we do business with is it's all about risk transfer. And either you successfully accomplish that goal as a business, which is transferring risk you cannot afford to take on your own, or you just did it. And there's no in between, there's no gray. And uh, it's not that hard, but unfortunately, the industry doesn't operate with that same premise, as you know. That's where all those phone calls come from year after year, week after week, is they're taught to sell like it's a commodity. And you see the commercials, 15 minutes will save you 15% or more. Nobody talks about coverage. All they talk about is your premiums. And that's important, but it's not nearly as important as the whole purpose of insurance, which is wealth management, wealth protection, risk transfer. So that's what I would tell any business looking at business insurance is, did you accomplish the main goal, yes or no? Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, in in our business, as you know, we've been in business for 41 years. Uh, You have been with us since 2011. And I'll tell you that, you know what, the only reason that I took your phone call is because our kids played on the same soccer team. And I didn't want to mess with you. I didn't want to, because I, because you know what? I think that, and you talked about the insurance agency, the insurance business, excuse me, is broken. The way that it is sold, the way that it is done, in my opinion, is completely backwards. And the way that you approach it is, is blue ocean. I mean, it's, you do it ways that other people don't, do not do it. 
And what I realized is that by walking through the process with you is that I was self-insured in a lot of cases in our business and had no idea. So that would, you know, when I lay my head down on my pillow at night, I want to make sure I'd make every bit, every decision I can for the best interest of the 150 families that we support. I take that very seriously. You know what, back in 2010 or 2008 or whatever, I would not have done that because I would have been, I would had I had not transferred that risk. I thought I did, you know, and been paying premiums for years on it. But at the end of the day, I was not willing to do that. And I, one thing I really want our listeners to really lean into and listen here is this, is our insurance premiums are lower today than they were in 2011 when we first signed up with you. So you know that the last two years, we've had reductions the last past two years because the things that we've implemented, and we look at a lot of things. You, you do, you know, we've got with our workman's comp and all that's critical. Uh, you know, I think that it's really important. So talk about, you know, using, so uh, give us your response on some of the things that I said right there that you think that a couple of takeaways. Well, and, uh, again, really great points. And it, I think that you're in the same uh, or you were in the same position that I personally think 99.9% of all business owners are in today. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's a very broken system and it's really a tragedy. And for us where the passion came to do this differently is it's not easier. As you know, it takes us more time, takes us more effort. It's not as profitable because of that, but it gets down to one basic premise it's right versus wrong. And when you bring in right versus wrong to the equation, it's easy to get the energy and be passionate about what you do. And I tell people a lot of times, I know I sound like a big old nerd when I'm talking about insurance because I get all excited. It's just not an exciting subject, but I get excited because I do believe there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. And I think most businesses are being led down the wrong path. And the reason that we've done it this way, quite frankly, is I've seen the devastation and, and just being transparent in the beginning when I was licensed and taught to sell, I was really good at selling, but I was really, really bad at risk transfer because nobody teaches that. And I think that's the cardinal sin of insurance and what leads it down the wrong path immediately is it's a business based on an agency and an agent making commission off of the sale of somebody's carefully worded legal contracts. Well, that's ridiculous when you think about it like that. And it, and it encourages a sales organization in an insurance agency when really it's, it should be a very professional relationship, uh, almost on the level of an attorney client privilege relationship, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about when a loss happens legally, what are you going to have covered and what aren't you going to have covered? But unfortunately, that's not how it's sold. It's sold like it's a box of pencils or some other commodity, like you're just buying the notebook filled with paper for tons and tons of money, like you said, year after year after year. And, you know, part of the danger of that is as a business owner, what, what are you supposed to do? I mean, all, all you can really do is hope that you get a good agent that really knew what they were doing. Well, I see a fundamental problem with that. I love hope. I love faith, hope, and love, Big three big pillars of my life. However, insurance speaking, 
hope doesn't belong in the equation. You know, either you transferred it or you didn't. You don't buy insurance and hope it works. And if a, a business owner's out there listening right now and they're thinking, if I pulled up to my smoldering heap tomorrow that used to house my 150 employees and all the shifts, the first thought in my brain better not be, I hope all this is covered. I hope all this is going to go well. Well, why did you even buy insurance? I mean, you, you should have just saved your money and self-insured, you know, all you could. So, and unfortunately, most businesses, as you know, uh, are buying insurance and then hoping that it's going to work when and if they ever have a claim. And by the way, they will have a claim. It's going to happen. If you're successful enough to stay in business, you will have a loss. It's just a matter of what kind, how bad, is it going to work? So you don't wait until the loss to figure out if it's good coverage because it's too late by then, as you found out. You, you do that beforehand. You know, best time to fix a leaky roof is when the sun is shining, not when you're in the middle of a storm. So don't wait until you have a claim to find out, I can't believe I wasn't covered all these years. You know, you need to be proactive because this is your business. And as I told you years ago, the, one of the things that you need to understand as a business owner out here, here, here's the scenario. You pay religiously, right? Your premiums every month, every year, and you don't have claims every year, every month, every year. You just don't. I mean, a lot of times it can be years before you have a claim, if ever you have had one. But eventually you will. And at that point and at that time, it must be ready. It must be on call. And so it's, it's very important for the business owners out here to be vigilant in their own risk transfer because an insurance company, when you have a loss that's not covered, they're still getting all their premiums. They're not giving you your money back. The agent that sold you that policy that didn't work, he's still going to get his commission. He doesn't have to give that money back. So they're out there having their good lives and you're standing there alone thinking, where's the money going to come from? How am I going to survive this? How are my employees going to come back to work? It's just a terrible thought. So I hope that the, any listener out there understands how sobering that is, especially if you're the owner. I mean, you already know this. You know that's one of the greatest fears. So you go buy this policy religiously, hoping it's going to work. So I would assume it won't. And work your way backwards from there. Yeah, how, but if I'm if I'm a business owner, if I've been if I've if I've had the same broker for ten years, who I really like, he's a great guy, and you know what? He we sit down once a year, we review our policies, everything seems great and fine. I think that I'm covered. So when I lay my head on my pillow tonight, that's okay. I'm good. How can I go and check and make sure that I'm covered? Because Jess, I thought we were covered for many years until I met you, and I found out that we weren't. So you know, and, and ultimately we we transfer that risk. But if I'm a business owner, how do I do that? Because the thing that I know about you and your business, in my opinion, is it takes hard work to read these policies and to find out the 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 finite detail. You yeah. found out some with ours, and and we and we transfer that risk. But how, do, how what do you think a business owner should do in that case? Well, that's a good question. And I will say that, you know, Tim was with a national broker. He was with a national insurance broker. So it wasn't like just some local, small, homegrown guy that writes mainly personal lines and then threw in a business policy for his buddy. He was with a well-known 
national brokerage. So it, Tim is, is speaking from the heart. He had every right to expect that was working because what do you do as a business owner? You go to a pro. And insurance agents are supposed to be pros. That's why I say there's a problem with the whole commission thing. It's just broken. Um, but here's what I would say, because you're, you're right. And, and honestly, this is going to be uncomfortable for, for a lot of agents out there because they, they, quite frankly, just have to get better. If this, this problem won't solve itself, business owners are going to have to demand better results. They're going to have to demand action outside of just placing insurance policies for decent premiums. That's the very least rung on the ladder. So as a, what I would encourage business owners to do is you know how you get quotes every year. Let's get a three apples to apples quotes and see how it stacks up. Now that's how a lot of business owners think. Well, what you're getting is somebody coming in there telling you, here's what you're getting. This on your property, this on your business income, this on work comp, this on, and they're telling you what you're getting. What they're not telling you ever is what you're not getting. Mm. So if I could tell an agent, I mean, if I could tell a business owner one thing, I would say, why don't you ask them to tell you the five biggest things that are not currently covered on my insurance policy? So if I'm Acme, uh, if I'm Acme Manufacturing Company and my agent comes in and he shows me this great renewal quote he got me and how much it went down or it stayed the same and everybody's happy, I'm going to follow that up with, okay, Mr. Insurance Agent, tell me what I don't want to hear right now. Tell me the five biggest problems my policy has inside of it right now. And then let that, let that, Tell the agent, go back, work on that. You don't have to answer right now. You know, assume they don't know because I'm going to tell you they don't know. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to do some homework for you, but that's okay, right? You're paying them for that, right? So I would ask them to go back and identify my, my five biggest pitfalls, in your opinion, that could really hurt me if I have one of these losses that's excluded. Uh, man, that's good. I think that uh, I think that is a great comment that I would not have thought of until I met you. So um, let me ask you a question about um, workman's comp. And I think that um, I think that one thing that you do, and again, you know, you've started another business to help people identify that. And I think that uh, one thing that's really important as an as a as a leader in our business that employs 150 team members is that they need to know that if anything happens to them at work, that we are going to take care of them and provide for them and care for them. They're going to continue to get paid if something happens to them. Isn't that right, Jess? Oh, that's absolutely right. You know, but a lot of times in our society, you know, if you, you, you see billboards going down the interstate, you know, if you, um, you know, if you get hurt, call so-and-so. I think that that system is broke as well and that people need to understand uh, how important that it is that we do, that you are covered and that we do care for our employees because attorneys out there in the world, a lot of them, they, you know, they try to play the card that we're here to protect you. you know, I want you to know that, number one, I care for each and every one of our team members and we've got their back, but the, the whole system is broken. So you want to talk about that for a few minutes, Jess? Absolutely. Boy, what a great point. Uh, is a, isn't the business strongest and most meaningful asset the employees? I mean, you just described that. It's, the employee is the heart and the soul of every business. Whether it's a good business or a bad business, you can go right to the employees 
and, and judge uh, what kind of business you're dealing with. And as employers, you literally are putting so much out there and you are doing everything you can to be profitable, to be better, to give people opportunities to rise in the organization. And you're, you're literally, it's one of the main focuses of all successful businesses. And workers' compensation is probably, in my personal opinion, one of the most benevolent types of insurance coverage an employer can even buy. Because what it is, is a just-in-case giant net that says, listen, if you get hurt when you're in my business, I'm going to take care of you. And I don't mean just take care of you. 100% medical costs paid. You're going to pay nothing, not a dime. There's no deductibles. There's no nothing. There's no limits. I don't care. I mean, I've seen, I've seen workers' comp claims that are over $20 million for one person. There's no limits saying, oh, man, you ran out of limits at $1.2 million. Well, that's not going to help everybody, you know. So having no limits is huge. And by the way, just like your business, everybody's looking to go claims free. So you're, you're literally working as hard as you can never to use it. But at the back end, you're paying for it like it's going to happen today. So it's a very benevolent thing an employer does for an employee. And you're exactly right that most employers are, are absolutely demonized by the ability of attorneys to market to the public. Uh, it's probably the worst decision that uh, courts ever made was allowing attorneys to advertise again. Changed everything. Changed the dynamic instantly overnight. But how long have we ceded that territory by not saying anything, not speaking up and saying, that's just not true, when the attorney's saying, have you been hurt at work? Just insinuating that if you have, oh, it's going to go bad. You need to call me. Well, attorneys are brilliant. They're going right after a guy or a gal that has no clue what's about to happen to them. No clue. And a business owner, honestly, doesn't have a big clue what's going to happen. They know they bought workers' comp for this moment, so they know it's supposed to go through this system. But unfortunately, sometimes that system is all monkeyed up, too, and it's not working good. And what happens is an employee and an adjuster from a home planet of an, in another world almost go off by themselves and start talking, trying to figure this out. And the, the employer goes back to work and the supervisor. And so it's an instant breakdown of communication and it doesn't feel good. And in this world, things got to feel good to go good. Uh-huh. So yeah, we did create a system and it, it is based on these two things, communication and education uh-huh. the entire way through. So nobody gets lost. Nobody feels ostracized. Everybody comes together, but that's the key to workers' compensation. You can't just assume that I've paid for a product, they're going to be taken care of. You have to make sure that your employee feels that because let me tell you something, just like the attorneys know, their feelings matter. And I know there's probably a lot of people listening that roll their eyes right there. Nobody wants to babysit somebody else's emotions, but you better, you better because he's prepared to. And also just to, piggyback on that. The reason he's prepared to is because workers' comp is a federal system that has certain uh, outlines of coverage. And as soon as an, uh, an attorney is hired, he's going to get paid something. And that was going to go to that injured employee. But out of ignorance, they didn't know any better. So they sign it over and give away what naturally should have came to them. So they don't want to do that. But again, it becomes, it comes down to right versus wrong. They don't know any better. Mm-hmm. So being vigilant on that worker's comp is important for any business owner out here. And don't be afraid to speak up and tell your employees, hey, 
I have, I am paying for something. I'm going to take care of you. You're very important to me, but believe me, don't assume that they'd already know that. Yeah, because I promise you they don't. Man, I think that's really good. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Uh, so what I want to do is we start to close here. I want to give you one example. And Jess, as you know, we had a fire, we had an electrical fire at one of our plants last week. So my first call uh, was once we got things under control was to call you. And I tell you that as a business owner, I can't tell you how awesome it felt that I wasn't self-insured for anything. So you know what? We had, um, so we had cleanup that had to be done. We had electrical that had to be rewired. We had a roof that had to be repaired. So you know what? All of that was taken care of. We even had to let, to let the audience know, our listeners know, we had business interruption insurance. So guess what? We're going to be compensated because you know what? I don't, we're going to be compensated for us being down four days last week, you know? And I think those things are vital in our business. So, I mean, you know what? My, my worst fear is that last Tuesday when I called you would have been for you to call and say, and for you to tell, I said, Jess, we had a fire, um, you know, and, and for you to call and say, Tim, I'm sorry, man, but you're not covered. But you know what? You didn't have to say that. And you and I, we talked about that last week how blessed that we were and are that we didn't have to worry about those things. Number one, we were blessed that no one got injured. That's the most important thing. And number two, you know, it happened at lunchtime. We had people that were in the cafeteria eating lunch. You know what? They were able to get things under control very quickly. Our great firefighters in, in Anderson County were able to get right out there and take care of it. So we were blessed that we got to do that. Boy, I hate to be on the other side. You know, so I think that's really important. I wanted to share that. I, I wanted to talk to you about that. Any comments about that? Yeah, and I'll I'll keep this brief. And it is important. It's the only thing that matters uh, when it comes to insurance. It, either it works or it doesn't work, right? Uh, at the end of the day, you you can't assume anything. And and with Tim in particular, we literally it takes a while. You know, it takes a while to go through these policies and extract things that are not covered. But insurance companies are no fools. This is a business. Just like your business, they're in business to make a profit. This isn't nonprofit for them. So why do you think those exclusions exist? Well, obviously, it's because they don't want to pay. And, and so I'm not saying they're the bad guys. You're going to get, if you get a fastball down the middle and it's just skeletal coverage, good for you. But if it's a curveball or if it's got some flesh and blood around it, your business could be in big, big trouble because those exclusions are in the back. Nobody goes over that with you. And if it's just not covered, it's just not going to be covered. And you can wish all day you would have had it. You could have thought all day you could have had it. But at the end of the day, it's either there or it's not at the time of loss. And thank goodness that you and I went through the process, uncovered some of those things, were able to have the time and the energy and, and for you the wisdom to transfer that risk like you already thought it was. And so finally, when that day did come for us, it's going really, really well because you were prepared. And that's the whole thing. Either be prepared, have the risk transfer, or live with the consequences. And so the point of this podcast is for those listening, don't wait. You know, don't assume. Get busy. Do the uncomfortable thing and dust those policies off. Figure out where your hidden exclusions are. And while you got time, fix it. Yeah. Uh, so as we close, Jess, and I think, uh, thank, number one, thanks for being with us today. Um, you know, your wisdom and the blue ocean that you do is far different than anyone I know. And I'm, and I'm proud to call you a great friend. But in closing, I think that, you know, if there's one or two takeaways that I've gotten out of listening to you today is this is number one, 
if you're a business owner and you're listening to our podcast, call your insurance provider, call your broker today or call him. If you're listening to this on the weekend, call him on Monday. And you know what? Dust that, dust that policy off and go ask them, what are the five biggest things that I'm not covered? And have them go work on that and get back to you. Because I'm telling you, I think you're going to be shocked at what you think is covered and is not covered. And then uh, the second thing is that I think it is vital. I know me personally, I want to transfer risk. I do not want to be self-insured. And until I knew you, until I met you, I was self-insured. I didn't even know it. So I think that's important. Those are two key takeaways for me that whenever we, um, you know, whenever uh, as I listened to, to your comments today. Any closing comments, my friend? Yeah, uh, first and foremost, thank you very much. I'm honored to be your guest. Um, I'm honored to go through this. I am a big nerd for insurance, and I do love talking about this. I, I wish I didn't. Uh, I'm a lot cooler for all the listeners out there than you think. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're yeah, <laughs> But I, I honestly love insurance when it's done correctly. I hate it when it's done incorrectly. It's looked at as a necessary evil. Uh, it's sold that way. And I think that's wrong. I think that it's the best wealth management tool on planet Earth. There's, there's nothing else out there that can make you whole again like it never happened. That's the, that's the meaning of insurance, indemnification, like it never happened. That's a big statement. That's a big thought. But it's not going to come easy. It's not going to come naturally. You got to understand on the other side of that equation is a company making a lot of money by not paying out these losses. And it's, and it's not like they're, they're, they're really not the evil. They're not out to, to swindle you. They're, they're perfectly willing to give you a really good policy. It's just that you have to be with the right people. If you go through this with your agent and they don't find anything or say anything, I'd probably get a second opinion uh, and, and maybe just uh, take a look with somebody else uh, just to make sure. Maybe you do have the first perfect policy on planet Earth. I, I highly doubt it, but it's a good litmus test for anybody out there. And again, thank you very much for letting me be with you today. Yeah, well, no problem. I want to thank our listeners. And again, Jess, again, thank you for being on our first episode. So we look forward to talking again next month. So everyone take care. God bless.